It's divination butt plugs all the way down. Oh, I don't know what they... How? I will find out. Fuck it. All ancient caves are gay. That's the rule. Well, all of them. Yeah, they are. Can anyone of think them. of a cave that is ancient and not gay? Um, I can't. I mean, Wookiee Hole doesn't have, like, gay stuff in it. That you know of. With a name like that, Nick, you just answered your own no, question. No, Wookiee Hole sounds incredibly gay, to be honest. <laughs> in fact, Wookiee Hole is actually going to be the next fic we cover on this show. No. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Han Chewy fic, and, um... No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stop. <laughs> if I find that fic we're reading it, and there's nothing yes. you can do to stop me. No, please, it that's fine. Now leave it alone. <laughs> Laws of the internet suggest it exists. Now leave it. <laughs> Please. Uh, other tags. Back to the tags. Um. So we're on our second heat wave today. Yes. Second heat wave of the year. Um, our brains have melted. Pretty much. Um, this may not be the funniest podcast we record, but we're going to do our best. I mean, it's probably yeah. not going to change the quality of what you listen to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know how author is sleep deprived is a strong tag? Well, um, podcaster's brain has cooked is probably a similar tag. Yes, and we know. will be sleep deprived in the very near future because, of course, when there's any amount of heat in this fucking country, none of us can sleep. Yeah, I'm already. You know that feeling when you're so tired, you get like a pain behind the eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've I've been having the eye pain all day. Yeah. So. Uh. The only reason I've managed to sleep this weekend is because I've been very drunk on both Friday and Saturday night. Bloody hell! You know that's not so, real sleep, right? I, I know it's not real sleep, but I managed to lose like eight or nine hours. So <laughs> you know, I, I'm counting it. Nice. I mean, you do get some rest um, when your body isn't moving. Just not fighting off alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought I'd have been sleeping all right. Uh, I even have my duvet still on my bed. Um, mm-hmm. Because it does actually keep the cool in. But when it is really hot, mm-hmm. a nice a nice wet towel on the front of the body works very well. Mm-hmm. I might have to try that tonight. Oh, it's so good. Dry towel underneath you, wet towel slapped across your bollock naked body on the top. You just lie there, and it's nice and cool. Yeah, I, I think I'll try that. <laughs> so when I've not been sleeping, I've been watching The Untamed. Full oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you've got and... the same delusional experience as me, then. I'm afraid so, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? How How yeah, is the tortoise of slaughter? <laughs> They've defeated the tortoise of slaughter. Hey. I now completely understand the desire to wipe out the Wen clan. Oh, yeah. And, Which bit? Um, just all of them. Oh, right. They're... No, they're not all dickheads. I mean, they're not all dickheads, but collateral damage. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. I'm I'm really fucked off with the Wen clan, because... So there's yeah. a, there was a character I did not like, and then they had a really cool moment, and I really liked them, and then they mm-hmm. didn't even get a cool death. They just got iced, like, right away. It was Aww. very anticlimactic, and <laughs> now I'm fucked off at them. How dare Aww. you, Wen Clan? These characters had interesting roads ahead of them. Well, not anymore, <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they don't now, because of the fucking Wen Clan. So you're still upset with uh, Wen Quing? Wen Quing's the healer lady, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's she's okay. She's collateral she gets a damage. Pass. If she, yeah, she, she's doing okay. But, All right. I mean, 
where I'm at to now, they're currently trying to heal uh, Jang Chan. Ah, okay. However it's pronounced. Yeah, so, Core Melting Hand too. demonstrated why he's called Core Melting Hand by mm-hmm. melting the core of Jang Chang. <laughs> and just like... <laughs> and now they're Turning trying to into... make... Now? <laughs> Sorry. They're trying to make him a new core. And that's where core I left Melting off. Hand. Yeah. Also known as Ron Seal because he does what he says on the tip. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he sure does. Fuck's sake. <laughs> so. All the brands of wood stain are available. Oh my god. Yes. So yeah, he uh, it's very pivotal as to as to why and what follows as to why Weying becomes who he becomes the Yeah, I completely patriarch. forgive him for turning to the dark side at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not seen him turn to the dark side, but he clearly has his reasons and I endorse it. Fair enough. Do you want me to tell you a part of the reason? I mean, I know why, because his, his parents got killed. No, no, no. Do you want me to tell you, like, the reason why he goes to this in particular? Ah, Do you want me then. to spoil it a bit for you? Go okay, on, so, so there sure. is no way to make a new core. Okay. However, there is a there is a very slim chance you can transfuse a core. You oh. can transplant it, even. So he gives his core, and then... Yeah, he gives his core to his little brother. And then he uses dark magic. Yeah, he can't fly on swords anymore. He, he doesn't have the core to help him do all the spiritual energy shit, so he channels resentful energy with his uh, yes. yin iron. I, oh. So I read a little bit on the wiki about the the dark side, as it were. Mm. And it, I do know that you can do dark magic without a core, and yes. I'm assuming that's what he's going to do. That's what he does, bro. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you. I look forward to discovering that along the way. Cool, cool. Talking of things I discovered, I read a fic called The Fixed Foot by mm-hmm. Red Scuddery. The Fixed Foot. The Fixed Foot. Okay, that doesn't really tell me a lot about this fic so far. This fic has been meticulously researched, and that's really what drew it to me. Oh, okay. It turns out there is a phenomenon in the air, like when you're a pilot, um, that if you fly fast enough, your compass will start pointing south instead of north. All right, okay. And somehow the train in this author's brain led this to, what if Lang Zhan's dick was a compass? <laughs> Wow. Okay. So the summary. Lang Wanji wakes up to find that his dick has mysteriously turned into a compass. If only his family and friends would stop asking him if he knew what an erection is. Maybe he could solve the mystery instead of having to deal with his nosy brothers, divination butt plugs, weasel jokes, being naked in front of Wei Wuxian in a cave. Oh. Is this a sex curse that will save Zhang Yu? Probably. Oh my god. Yes, it will. Oh, thanks for spoiling it, mate. I'm sorry. I was intrigued um, there. <laughs> tags include getting together, curses with penises. It's a sex curse. Oops. Masturbation, <laughs> anal sex, boys kissing, first time, sex toys, specifically divination butt plugs. Divination butt plugs. It's divination butt plugs all the way down. Oh, I don't know what they... How? I will find out. Fuck it. All ancient caves are gay. That's the rule. Well, all of them. Yeah, they are. Can anyone think of a cave that is ancient and not gay? Um, I can't. I mean, Wookiee Hole doesn't have, like, gay stuff in it. That you know of. With a name like that, Nick, you just answered your own question. No, Wookiee Hole sounds incredibly gay, to be honest. (laughs) 
In fact, Wookiee Hole is actually going to be the next fic we cover on this show. No. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hand chewy fic, and um. No. Yeah. No. Stop. <laughs> if I find that fic we're reading it, and there's nothing yes. you can do to stop me. No, please. It exists. That's fine. Now leave it alone. <laughs> Laws of the internet suggest it exists. Now leave it. <laughs> please. Uh, other tags. Back to the tags. Um. The divine agony of having to meticulously oogle your naked crush. Oh, the agony. Even a stopped oh. himbo is right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Saving the world via butt plugs. Horny lands are us. Top Lanjan. <laughs> bottom way ying. This time, crack treated seriously. This is my brand. And true love's ra- a true love's railing for all the ages. <laughs> Which almost makes it sound like a Christmas miracle to me. Yeah, true love's railing for the ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not all ages, because that makes it sound no. like it's appropriate. This you know, is yes. not for all ages, to be clear. This... If you are under 18, take your headphones off now. We should probably say this at the beginning of most of them, because all teenagers don't read. Our, our uh, podcast... Actually, they won't listen to is... us either, because they're teenagers and we're It all comes adults. with an explicit <laughs> on the show. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, the notes also include some some of the real life facts about this fic. Okay. Um, discussing how the magnetic compass error that people get while flying, and mm. yeah, thanks to other authors. So our story begins with Lang Wanji waking up and realizing that his dick is facing south southwest. What's normally, he, to? he has a really good sense of direction normally. So he can okay. tell, yeah, his dick doesn't normally face south southwest. He is facing northwest-west, so oh. his dick facing the other way. It's like, okay, this is awkward. Um, so he decides the best thing to do is crank one out and hope that stops whatever's happening. Can I just observe something here? Okay. <laughs> you know how we thought that gargantuan throbbing man wand was the best metaphor for a penis that we've seen. Okay. What have you spotted? I think morning indicator of physical need is, is up there. That's, yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it is up there, I mean, just that, to add it to specifically our, uh... morning wood, to be, to be clear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but it's up there, I think. Mm-hmm. That made Agreed. me chuckle. So. The writing in all of this is impeccable. There's going to be a lot of good lines that I skip over just for the sake of time. I encourage everyone to read this themselves. Yes. So he cranks one out. There's a very um, spiritual description of cranking one out. <laughs> um, the pressure in his body builds as he feels his peak approaching. He opens his mind and readies his golden core, allowing the yang energy to flow in the appropriate direction, energizing him. <laughs> Is, yeah. Wow, I, I wish I could wank like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd probably feel a lot better afterwards as well. <laughs> So he cranks one out, and um, as he's putting himself back together, putting his clothes on... Nope. Still pointing south-southwest. Oh, no. This is not the way it usually behaves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he tries to adjust it. He does all these sorts of things. He then searches his body for curse marks. Can't see any. And then, yeah, he tests it for a bit, and then, yeah, no matter what, it's always pointing that way. But what's it pointing at? Yeah, that's got to be out. uncomfortable if you're facing the exact opposite way. Like, yes, is it, it doing is. a U-turn shape? Is I it think going so. under his legs and just? I think it curls round. Oh fucking! Yeah, I mean, I think if it's going between your legs, like, have you ever, have you ever, well, you won't have, you won't have done this, Grace, but have <laughs> you ever, have you ever tried to have a piss when you've got an erection? I can imagine it's kind of like something like that because you've got to kind of like either force it down. Or sort of angle your body until it's pointing downwards. It's it's awkward. 
So after this section, we have a flashback. And, um, <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I like how you didn't... I'm not, did not, I'm not dignifying there, any of that he? with a response. <laughs> I'm helping you out, Just... Nick. I'm digging us away <laughs> from, from debasing have we ever peed with an erection. <laughs> I thought that would be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know James, this show goes public, right? <laughs> yeah. James, James, just be a bro, say yes, now moving on. <laughs> yes, now moving on. Uh... I can guarantee that everybody who has a penis out there will have had to do that at some point. So, uh, <laughs> you've made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm not, but okay. There was a line that... Oh, Grace is going to hate this. Oh. Why am I going to hate this? There's a line that made me realise something about Lanjan. Right. And that's the fact he describes his penis as not behaving within normal parameters. And that's when I realised this is Spock. Oh, okay. Lanjan is Spock. How yeah, is Spock? His penis is being very logical. Yeah, he's a very logical man who is shipped quite heavily with the bad boy. And he's all very mm. stoic and occasionally goes fascinating and yeah so i'm forever now seeing langeana spock sorry brilliant how dare you there is a crossover in there somewhere yeah there is (laughs) so all of this situation reminds langean of the time he got the talk okay so we have a brief flashback to him getting the talk from his brother uh lan kiran kiran uh this incidentally grace how old was Lan Zhan when Wei Wuxian came to the Cloud District? Cloud Recess. A teenager, maybe 16 to 18. So it was that year that he got the talk. Oh my god. Wei Wuxian had visited at the time that it, they felt it was time he had the talk. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of in seclusion before. Yeah. Um, Like, they probably said, oh, we, we can't give him the talk now because he's He's sitting in a cave by himself for about a year or something, so he can't... Yeah. Can't... <laughs> so, the talk is also very spiritual. There's um, there's a lot of discussion about personal energies and how... Um, lands do not allow just anyone to touch them. So it is even more... It's even more necessary for us to know how to expel our personal energies ourselves. Because you're only allowed one no. partner. <laughs> So basically, if you feel the need, you've got to do it yourself. Yeah. You can't, like, get somebody to do it or pay somebody to do it or... So they have that talk, and Lanjan goes back to his room, and someone has left him a box. Okay. An enamel box full of objects. And that is when Lanjan realised that personal energy is the land way of saying horny. Um, <laughs> objects. <laughs> it was a distressingly comprehensive box of objects containing oils, salves, and moderately sized jade phallus. Uh, a short sleeve of indeterminate material. And, yeah. Uh, eventually Lanjan started uh, experimenting with these toys. Objects, if- I should say. Yeah, they've given him the Love Honey special, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, the Love Honey advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Advent calendar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's real. Um, Is well, it real? It <laughs> An advent calendar? I think it is. Hang on. 
Yep. Okay. One one It'd bonus. Be the size tangent. of a chest of drawers, wouldn't it? Strap yourselves in, folks. This is going to be a long episode as we have more tangents about the love honey advent. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, love honey. Uh, Thirty nights of hot sex, kinky advent calendar. Let me just link this. But an advent calendar has twenty-five days. Well, this doesn't. No, it's thirty because oh. it's a Christmas calendar. Yeah, don't they normally just go for Christmas? Oh, some go for Boxing Day, I think. But yeah, well, you're right. 26. Twenty-five. So what comes? No, in no, the... you're right. It's got to be a big it advent calendar, surely. It is twenty-five. I'm not sure if I want to click on this. I mean, there's there's a there's a few apparently. That's reasonable. Seven ninety-nine. What the fuck's in it? I yeah. think it's just instructions, but there is a proper yeah, one. Yeah, I think eBay. it's. I think you just pull open a little doorway and it says, "Jam it up the butt," and various <laughs> other advice like that. Uh, there is this I found on eBay, which looks a little bit more substantial, and for that price, <laughs> I'd fucking not expect fucking buying one on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half the shit's missing, the other half's used. <laughs> no, thank you. For a hundred pound, sixty nine ninety nine. That's more than one. It is. They do exist. Okay, and that's what uh, Lanjan has been left. Yes. Only it's not for couples. It's just objects for him to. It's just for him. Use. Okay. There's a lot of tat in this, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. It's like a shit Christmas cracker. So, flashback aside, uh, he is now... Oh, it's worth mentioning, every time he uses these items, he's thinking of a certain someone. Oh, okay. And that someone is... That's the way we're shown. Uh, just to be yeah, completely obviously. Yeah. yeah. As if it could be anybody no, else. Well, yeah. yeah. So, back to present day. He goes to see his uncle, and he goes, I believe I may have been cursed. Because I'm reading everything. Oh, don't do this! I'm doing it. Don't do the voice. I'm, no. I'm going for the Spock voice as much as I can. When I woke this morning, I, as- I ascertained that my genitalia was acting as a compass. They both sort of stare at him blankly, and uh, Lanji Chan just goes, Wangji, are you sure this isn't just an indicator of physical need? I fucking love that term of, turn of phrase. It's just yeah. brilliant. It's like, are you sure you don't just have a stiffy baby? <laughs> it's like, no. It's like, are, are you sure? <laughs> They are talking to a teenager that's yeah. just like, could be that dumb. But he assures them, I know how the mature human body functions, Shi-Chan. But, okay, let's just assume he understands how erections work. Let's try and figure this out. And, yeah, they do all the normal kind of curse removal attempts that they could. But his dick is still pointing south-southwest. They search the entire library for ideas... And, yeah, there's nothing. He's had a cold shower as well, by the looks of things. He's had several cold showers to try and stop his dick behaving like a compass, and it doesn't work. They use several internal divining tools. Internal Uh, divining tools. He uses an internal divining tool, a large one, but gets no clarity, only a half-hearted orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yep. (laughs) I can see what they mean about divination butt plugs. Yeah. Oh, they keep coming. This is, yeah. It's at this point, I like how half this shit's made of jade. It's like such yep. an expensive stone. They're all jade butt plugs. <laughs> so at this point, they're running out of ideas, and Lang Wenji just says, is there anyone outside the clan we can talk to to figure this out? Maybe Wei Wu Shen. <laughs> Lan Jan's just like, no, we're not asking him. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, but... Not the crush. He knows about curses. Don't ask the crush. Uh, they like, no, I'm not going all the way to the burial mounds to discuss my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in the burial mounds already. Yes, oh, shit. he is in the burial mounds this at this is... point. 
Oh, so this is a grown-ass man. I think so. I don't know the he's, timeline yeah, well enough. He'll be like 22, 25 by now. Okay. Well, or something. Well, there was a chance he didn't know what an erection was. Oh, I, mean, I can't believe it. If he's never know. done it before, if he's like devoted his teenage life to, you know, to the clan and... I th- he'd probably still have and... the random boner every so often. We. I feel like his courtesy name is even like means something along the lines of no earthly tether or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, it's very untethered. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. Well, doesn't get attached. Well, as right. a compromise, he opts to go talk to uh, Nihua Sang instead. Right. Also knows a thing or two about curses, and yeah, he does. slightly less embarrassing to talk to him. It's worth noting there's a bit of a side <laughs> ship does. in the story. Lan Ji- oh, when yeah. he mentions traveling to uh, Qinghei, mm-hmm. uh, Lan Chi Chen's face goes blank, and he's furious that um, he might be off to talk to uh, Ni Meng Hui. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I've seen I'm not having him a lot. getting in there, stealing him from me, he's mine. And Lan Chi goes, no, it's okay, I want to go talk to Ni Hui Sang instead. He's just like, okay, phew. He's still mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He wants Red Blade Master all to himself. Uh, I found the quote. Shi Chen is, is definitely imagining Ni Ming Hui looking at Lang Wanji naked, and he's definitely having a feeling about it. Oh. <laughs> and that feeling is anger. <laughs> yeah, don't look at my naked baby brother. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> so they travel off. He heads to Quinghei. And, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he gets on his... his I'm, I'm going to keep calling it a keytar. He gets on the keytar, he flies off. His cock is trying to... It's a sword, isn't it? Oh, is he flying the sword? Yeah, he's sitting Oh, yeah, he nearly sword. falls off the sword, because his dick is definitely responding to something, swinging wildly. <laughs> oh, fuck's So sake. he's starting to lose balance as he flies off to the unclean realm, because his dick is trying to like lean him in different directions. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh my god. So he goes to speak to Ni Hui Sang. He goes. Do blokes on roller skates have this problem? Yes. <laughs> okay. I honestly don't know. I've never been on roller skates before. Skateboard? Or that. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it was swinging wildly, you would. <laughs> like if if there was a magnet in your penis that was sort of trying to point you south southwest, I definitely imagine that would be a problem for Tony. Yeah, I, I can imagine it'd be quite uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Did Did you just say Tony Hawks? Yeah, the skateboarder. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. I wasn't sure for a minute. I was like, <laughs> he's Maybe the only skateboarder is... I know of, Grace. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Maybe no expert. This. No, I'm a. No, I was just thinking that he's such a professional. I think he'd be fine. But mm. all right. Maybe that's we'll why um, he's such a good skateboarder because it makes him unstable in the air. <laughs> <laughs> he like uses a, the power of the schlong. Like a fucking Eurofighter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fucking hell. So, it's talking to Nihoi Sang. It's explaining the awkward predicament he's in. Actually, no. And Nihoi Sang notices straight away. He goes, Hang on, Jun. Have you come because your member will not lie down? <laughs> the Sir Genteel. <laughs> I would I would have thought uh, your brothers would have instructed you, but I, I can teach you. And it's like, oh, look, I know how anatomy works, okay? <laughs> I, it's I love a curse. everyone's preconceived it's ideas definitely a curse. about him. <laughs> yep. And they're like, okay, maybe you caught it when you're out demon hunting and all this sort of thing. Um, I do have a divination stone we can use to uh, 
perhaps get more information out of this. I don't trust this stone. It's going he, up his butt, isn't it? He pulls out a um, an ob- a green jade object. Um, it's about as large as two fingers together, and it has a flared base. Yeah, it's going up his butt. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Ah, Langwenji thinks. Where do you pull it out from? <laughs> ah, Langwenji thinks. Of course, that makes perfect sense. He wishes he were in another dimension. Fair enough. <laughs> Why is why do all these cures involve just shoving them up my ass? <laughs> and then that's when Lang Wenji goes, at least it's small, his mouth says, before his brain catches up with it. And there's just this awkward silence. <laughs> Cause he's admitted that he considers two fingers like quite a small a small one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Ni Hui Sang respond he responds to that. Well not all of us are fucking six feet feet tall, Hang Wanjun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just give me your cursed yeah, divination stuff. I'll deal with it. <laughs> so there's a bit of back and forth about um, if he needs help with the divination stone. It's like I'm I'm fine to check it and read it for you. It's like no, fuck off, you pervert. I'm putting it up my ass myself. Fine, use the back room. I'll get you a mirror. And yeah, he um. He jams it up his butt, he he waits for a bit, and eventually he pulls it out. The crystal is now black with a shot of red winding through it. Oh! Now, whose colour scheme is black with a shot of red running through it? (laughs) (laughs) It's pointing towards Wei Wuxian, isn't it? His dick is pointing towards the burial mounds, where Wei Wuxian lives. (laughs) And the butt plug has come out the colour of Wei Wuxian. And his outfit. So he looks at that oh, and he goes, ah. So, I know whose gimmick yeah. this um, is. <laughs> knowing Wei Wuxian, when he finds this out, uh, does he do like a thing where he just runs in a circle around Lan Chan? <laughs> Stick with me and we'll find out. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That that would be very on brand for him, I think, if he finds so, that out. So, he flies towards the burial mounds. Uh, his penis starts behaving in an alarming fashion. Uh, as it reaches a certain velocity, it then starts pointing a different direction. This is a reference to the plane thing we were talking about earlier. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So this is scientifically accurate to compasses, if not to penises. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually arrives, and they... He's greeted by a small boy that grabs his leg, and he's like, oh no. Oh dear. If a child is hit in the head by my penis, I'm going to fling myself off a cliff. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, I've, if I braid a child, because it's, it's staying close to my leg, my dick just swings violently and slaps this child unconscious. That's going to be very embarrassing, and you don't really want to explain this to the parents. Or the, or the police. <laughs> and that's when he hears someone yell, Lang Wanji! And uh, Wei Wuxian uh, shows up and is bouncing towards him. Why did you cock slap that child? <laughs> Why did you cock slap that <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, no. No. So, yeah, they meet up, they reunite. Currently in public, so it's kind of embarrassing to talk about. Grace, who is Ai Huan? Is that, I think that's one of the children. Ai Huan is the little boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that um, little boy that is one. in danger of being knocked out. Oh no! <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he meets up with uh, the Wens as well. Um, 
As they're taking the boy away and putting him to bed, he's there talking to uh, Wen Ning. And Wen Ning notices uh, that something's going on in his trousers. Uh, where is it? Hang on, Jun. I'm sorry I have to ask, what is that? I'm hoping that you're going to tell me you've smuggled a weasel in under your robes because you were going to liberate its stolen spirit. Because, yeah. <laughs> and you just go, it's not a weasel. It's a curse. <laughs> I had hoped I had hoped to consult him about it. And then she sort of looks and her mouth drops and she goes, You know what? He deserves this. He really does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's such a good double meaning. I don't know I don't even know what way she intends that. Mm. But so yeah, they she leaves them to it and seals the room. So if you'll permit me, I'd like to go on a brief brief tangent about some maths that have come from this. Okay. How dare you, but so, okay. Uh, she believes that he is uh, stashing a weasel in his trousers. Yeah. The most yes. common weasel in China is the Siberian weasel. Um, adult male weasels uh, go from 28 centimeters to 39 centimeters, while the average female is 25 to 30 and a half centimeters. What's that in feet? I don't know feet, but from what we can deduce, that the smallest Langean's penis could be is 9.8 inches. Whoa! <laughs> while the largest it could be is 15 inches. Damn! So for some that... comparisons, um, <laughs> the world's largest penis, according to the Guinness World Records, is 13.5 inches. So theoretically, Lanjan is one and a half inches larger than that. So Lan's a big lad. The average horse penis is 18 inches. <laughs> I see you've done your research on so this. So he, theoretically, he is only three inches smaller than a horse cock. Wow, Lan Wangji's a big lad. And to bring that a bit closer to home for everyone. I feel like... I feel like you've read between the lines. I'm not too finished far. yet, Bryce. The, to bring that closer oh, to home, shit. a two-liter bottle of Coke is 12 inches. That's a so, long. Even with a conservative estimate, even if we go conservative on these averages, he's still a two-liter Coke bottle. <laughs> Bloody hell! So I feel Lan really bad for Wei Wu Shan. So Lan foot longer Wangji. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. Jesus wept. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, I feel bad for, uh, I feel for bad Wei for Wei Wushan, Wushan yeah. <laughs> so Wei Wushan and Lanjan finally get a chance to talk together alone. Yeah, it's, I have a problem. I've been cursed. There isn't really a mark. Um, what body part does it affect? Either you're teasing me or you're breaking one of the rules by beating around the bush. My genitalia is behaving in an unusual way. It points. <laughs> so Wei Ying then says, You know that male members are supposed to do that, right? That's a normal thing. Like, your brothers explain this to you, right? <laughs> oh, so even dear. he thinks yeah. that um, Lan Chan doesn't know what Wei Ying, is. I'm familiar with the normal functions of my anatomy. <laughs> God, he can't catch a break. No, no, no can he can't. He? Everyone thinks I'm this yeah. repressed. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks he's a virgin. He explains, my genitalia is behaving like a compass. It's like, what, do you mean it points north? It's like, no, it has a unique focus. Goes, huh, that's not so bad. Maybe we can fi find it. Uh, what, what do you reckon it's focusing on? Wei Ying. Oh, I'm sorry, no, I don't mean to get excited. I'm just interested in this. Tell me, what does it point at? Wei Ying. 
yeah, okay, yeah, we'll follow it. Uh, what, what's it pointing at? <laughs> Wei Ying, it's pointing at you. I followed it to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's unusual. <laughs> That's utterly horrifying. I promise I didn't enchant your dick, though I'm sure it's perfectly nice. And then they both start blushing, and yeah. Oh, no. So they do they do some some experimenting with it. Lang Wenji drops Trow. They examine it. It it is following him around the room. So I can only assume that he's ran in a like, circle. I'm I'm trying to check if he does. I can't remember. He definitely asks, It's looking at me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which pretty <laughs> crap. <laughs> um, oh my Does your member looking at me? So, well I hope not. If it can see we've got a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, Lanjan, that's some problem you have there. <laughs> yeah, a weasel would have been easier. <laughs> so, at some point, Wei Ying just touches him, and he goes rock hard. Oh. And that's when I realized the maths I'd done is for him flaccid. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, so if I can pull up this blackboard again, uh, the average penis increases by 1.5 inches from going from flaccid oh, to erect. Stop. <laughs> Meaning that we can assume, at a minimum, his penis is 11.3 inches, and at a maximum it is 17.5 inches, so... That's insane. That is insane. That's too big, and... Only if you're a coward. <laughs> Grace. Um, so a new revelation there, in case you didn't catch it, dear listener. Grace is a size queen. Apparently so. <laughs> no, I'm just saying a twat. So, what we establish is, every time Wei Ying touches him, it goes bolt hard like anywhere on the body like you could you could touch him on the hand and it's boom straight up then it goes down in a couple seconds and then it goes one back up again as soon as he touches him again so he essentially does like a wacky arm inflatable tube man situation and where it just um, goes and prods him yeah <laughs> just as they keep doing that and yeah so they've established it's a sex curse and if he's a magnet it's pointing to something and it is pointing to him so I guess there's only one way to try and solve it. They've got to break it by boning. They search Wei Ying for uh, curse marks. They can't find any. And eventually they pound. And as they pound, he finds the curse mark. It's in his butthole, isn't it? It's on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the singer, Tom Cardi, have they checked his butthole? Have they checked his butthole? And... Skid up. Skid up. Butt up, butt up, butt up, butt up. And then... Yeah, they check his butthole, and there's a curse mark. And it's um, it's not a symbol that Lanjan recognises, but it starts to disappear as they pound, so it's okay. They think nothing of it. So it's doing well. Yeah. They have, I'm not going to go through all of this, they have a pretty well-written sex scene here, so I encourage everyone to go read that themselves. Okay. They have a good pound, curse is lifted, and they're like, oh, well, that was good. I wonder who would put a sex curse on us. Dunno, but I'm glad it worked out well for us. Would anyone like to hazard a guess who put the sex curse on them? The man with the fan with the plan. No. No? Not much later, in Cloud Recess, Lanji Chen opens a small enamel box to find that the white jade divinations tool had cracked in five places and the crystal on the end had flared red and black. It oh, was so it was It was his he... brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the tools he gave him during sex ed one of them was cursed one of them it was, was essentially cursed. like cupid's arrow but as a butt plug and that's how we got them together yeah so 
he when when he puts the the jade divination tool up his ass, it then locks on to whoever he was thinking about. Ah, and okay. that's how the curse was done. Is that what he was suggesting? Way we shed. Yeah. He was like, way we shed. He yeah, was like, was. no. Oh, what a. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's the fuck. Fuck's sake. Wow. So <laughs> from the notes, um, the the curse symbol on Wei Ying's asshole. It's the AO3 symbol. <laughs> because of course it is. Yep. Um, the error that Languangi's penis experiences is called magnetic dip, specifically the northern northernly turning error, in which a compass spins wildly no matter how no matter which way the plane is going. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that was this fic. Oh, sorry. There's a fucking poem yeah. There is. Here. It's from the title comes from uh, a poem called "A Valediction Forbidding Morning" by John Don, who was very like Lanwanji in that he was not very stealth horny all the time. Fair enough. Uh, would you like me to read the poem? If you like. If they be two, they are two so. A stiff twin compasses are two. Thy soul, <laughs> the fixed foot, makes no show to move, but doth. If the other do, and though it in the centre sit, yet when the other far doth roam, it leans and hearkens after it, and grows erect as that comes home. <laughs> this is a very horny poem. Such wilt thou be to me who must, like Thotherfoot, obliquely run. Thy firmness makes my circle just, and makes me end where I begun. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I see. Oh, if... Uh, I'm really sorry, that was beautiful. No, but that, anyway. that was beautiful. Yeah. I've, oh, that I've never yeah. seen cracks so not only meticulously researched, but also so well constructed. Like, there's foreshadowing, there's a rule of three on the recurring jokes. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, thank you, Red Scuddery. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I probably didn't pronounce anything else in this right, but it was great all the same. It was fantastic. So, <laughs> seal of approval, and yeah, I look forward to reading more. Yeah, that was uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> so, Nick, what have you been reading? Okay, so I have been reading Want a Duck? By Weyuse. Okay. Uh, Y'all got it? I do. Uh, Okay, so this is another uh, Weyuxian and uh, Lan Wangji fic. This is also about them finally getting it together, but through the uh, arcane and mysterious power known as autocorrect. (laughs) So the tanks include getting together, misunderstandings, light angst, overwhelming love, cute, feels, fluff, I think, just soft, modern. This is an AU. They've got cars and phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I'll skip over the summary, because it does give the game away slightly, uh, and go okay. straight to the notes The uh, that the author's just put a little uh, note for us here. Okay, so it's almost 3am, but I didn't begin writing this until 11pm when I was suddenly struck with the urge to write. The best time to write, I should add. Yes, absolutely. Have like Have a couple of whiskey. The yeah, witching that's hour. That's it. I have not completed anything in over two years, I think, so this is quite an accomplishment. I want to give this work justice, which means I have to post it tonight before going to sleep. 
This way, when I wake up, I'll be so horrified with myself that I posted without editing <laughs> that I'll force myself to clean it up and make it presentable. Good tactics. That's very clever. Yeah, that's good <laughs> tactics, that. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you would think so, but then if you check the edit, it took me three months to come back and edit this. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it didn't get done, but not the yeah, immediately it... after effects they were going for. That's it, it did get done eventually, but anyway. Okay, so our story opens with our hero, Wei Ying, and he is at a farm with Mian Mian, and he's found some ducklings. And mm. he's just, you know, mm-hmm. oh, look at them, they're so cute, I just want to take them all home. He's, like, engulfed in a pile of ducklings at this minute and um, having the that time of his life. Time. Yeah, that's it. He certainly um, deserves it. He, he does, he does. Like, Mian Mian's like, well, for fuck's sake, uh, you're going to want to take them home in a minute. And, uh, of course, he's got this kind of twinkle in his eye, which he recognises, you know, if he jokingly says something, that usually means that he absolutely wants to do it and will find a way to make it fucking happen. <laughs> which, as the, one of the world's worst impulse buyers, I can totally fucking get behind. Yeah. Um, I get that. So, anyway, she's got to try and drag him away before he decides to either take one home and have it live in his crappy apartment or get himself into, like, spiraling debt buying a bigger place where he could uh, <laughs> where he could keep a duck <laughs> all the ducks <laughs> so yeah uh, she was already thinking of ways Wei Ying could own a duck without putting himself in crazy debt or god forbid do something illegal which Wei Ying would definitely find a way to do accidentally okay so basically they're, uh, they're on this farm with the Wens uh, Wen Qing and Wen Ning to be emotional and moral support because they own like a diner together uh, to the Wens, and um, mm-hmm. they've decided that they're going to source all their ingredients locally, uh, like even as far as planting a few fields, owning a few animals, but anyway, they wanted a milk supplier uh, for the diner. This is why they're on this farm, and this is why Mian Mian and Wei Ying have gone with them. However, Mian Mian's none the wiser as to how they started looking around the cows being shown around by this farmer and ended up in a field full of ducklings, but there it is. So, you probably yeah. just saw them in an opposite hmm. field, being like, oh, those are adorable, I'm going to jump in. Yeah, probably. And I can respect like, that. Yeah, you know our boy. Mm-hmm. I too would do this. Yeah, this this sort of chaotic energy that he's got, it's uh, very much in evidence. Um, mm. Of course, Mian Mian isn't <laughs> exactly... Uh, she's not averse to the idea of uh, Wei Ying getting a duck, but she, she mm. knows that he can't keep on in his crappy apartment, and that's when she catches sight of the, the bracelet on his wrist, uh, which happens to be uh, Lan Jian's bracelet. Oh. Yeah, the Lan oh, family okay. bracelet that only Lan's and Lan spouses are allowed to touch. Yeah, so, that's what you know. I thought. So is he already going out with I him? I don't or? think they're going out. I think they are sort of friends at the minute, but they, they want oh. it to be more. As you'll see, Lan Jan definitely wants it to be more. Uh, Wei Ying does, but he doesn't oh. really have oh. the guts to sort of take it to the next level. No, you're right. There's a line. He says he, he he's being oblivious. He doesn't, he doesn't think that... Uh, Anyone would like him in that way. Yeah, because his self-esteem's mm. low. Bless Especially him. Definitely not Lanzian. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely Aww, bless him. Okay. But of okay. course, uh, Lanzian owns a cottage by a lake. Ooh. And, yeah. He's a <laughs> core boyfriend. Perfect duck That's location. That's it, cottage core boyfriend. And he's got, he's got like a couple of bunnies already, because of course he does. Yep. And uh, <laughs> suspiciously, he bought the cottage just after Wei Ying, like, drunkenly had a rant about what his dream house would be. Oh, <laughs> 
Which would be oh, a cottage by God. a lake with land so you could have animals and, and grow food and stuff like so that. He's so he's not even yeah. cottagecore. He just heard that his potential boyfriend wanted to be cottagecore. Yeah, so he's, he's like, being cottage cottage. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lanjan is a simp in almost <laughs> every fucking <laughs> universe. I know, he's, he's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and he's I he's love lovely, it. isn't he? He's like, right, yeah. this, this guy that I love... He doesn't want to live in the city anymore, so do you know what? I'm going to. Pre- I've got the money to make this happen, so I'm going to. I'm not going to confess to him I'm outright. Just I'm just going to make up. myself yes. incredibly <laughs> perfect. I'm just going to lure him in. <laughs> of course. Um, okay, so Mian Man's like, right, I've got a fucking idea. Let's make this shit happen. So she asks, uh, she asks Wei Ying, why don't you ask Lan Jian if, if he wants a duck? He's got the room, and, and you can, you can, have yeah. his own you can look after it. Yeah, that's it. He's got the room. She ships it, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oh, yeah. definitely does ship it, yeah. <laughs> One of the reasons that she's got onto it is because she wants them to see more of each other mm-hmm. in the hope that they oh. might sort of like fall in love and stuff like that. And like weighing tastes on board and he's like, yes, you're a genius. Let me ask him right now. So he whips out his phone, <laughs> jittery with an excitement. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's so excited that he sends a message saying... Um, Want a duck. Want a duck. Yeah. Want a duck. Want a, want a duck. Mm-hmm. Press send. So excited. Yep. Doesn't check for spelling errors whatsoever. So Why um, would you? No. You know, just shoves the phone back in his pocket, and then a few minutes later, his phone vibrates, and then there's just a simple message from our boy, Lan Jan. Just a simple yes. Doesn't even open the chat. Just looks on the <laughs> notification bar. Oh, good. Oh, my God. I, we get to own a duck. He, he, he says yes. <laughs> Oh my he's god! He's going to show up with a duck, isn't he? So. <laughs> yeah, he's going to open the door. Lanjan's going to have flowers yeah, like, and candles, Lanjan and he's going to be there with this duck. <laughs> pouring wine into two glasses. He's opened the door. He's like, sh- open shirt. Be like, hey. And Wake's just sat up holding two ducks really excitedly. Well, we will see. We will okay. see. Okay. So they go find the Wens and the farmer. And um, Wei Ying sort of uh, discusses terms with the farmer, and he and he doesn't get one duck off him; he gets two ducks, because ducks shouldn't be kept yeah. alone. Apparently, I can believe that. The uh, w- yeah, just like guinea pigs. Yeah, that's it. So uh, Wei Ying, he wants to do well with this sort of thing. So you know, the farmer gives him a load of tips on how to look after him, and then he's like, they go home, and he's excitingly like transferring the ducks and all the gear that they bought for him into the back of his car from the Wen's truck, and. Uh, when Queen's like, um, look, you're going to have to tell him that you're going to turn up because you can't just rock up and expect him to just be there with enough room ready for, the, uh, for these fucking ducks. She's like, text him now so he can prepare and text me when you get there. It's getting late and the roads aren't always the safest at night. Ask him <laughs> to let you stay over. Okay, so basically he uh, pulls his phone out and again, without checking what he's actually fucking wrote, uh, heading over now, can I spend the night? There's no to... context here. Yeah, two <laughs> land jam. No context, just like heading over By now, way, can I spend the night? If he just added, I'm bringing two ducks. Yeah. Like... <laughs> but he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. So, Wei Ying drives on through the night. Uh, he arrives at Lan Jan's lovely cottage. God, he's like driving in the night. It's like proper mm-hmm. booty call fucking. <laughs> but it's not because he's just brought two ducks with him. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and duck supplies, whatever that means. On, on, honestly, you, you will see. Okay, good. He feels his phone buzz, but he doesn't check it. Then he gets to Lan Jan's house, 
and he sort of opens the back of the car and he takes one of these ducks under his arm, knocks on the door, and then, of course, <laughs> Lan Jan opens the door, and it's very clear that Lan Jan has been and got himself dead. Oh. He, he just looks the like the picture of first date kind of dress up smart and he, he's dressed he's dressed to impress and, uh, let me just Wei Ying's <laughs> looking at him like yeah have a have if a Wei read. Ying had less self-control he he would have been drooling by now still his self-control was not strong enough to stop his eyes from slowly scanning Lan Zhan's body taking in the way his pants were a snug fit generously show, showing the delicious curve of Lan Zhan's ass the tightly fitting Tightly fitted blue button up doing nothing to restrain Lanjan's prominent muscles. Yep. Wow. <laughs> By the time Wei Ying gets to Lanjan's nice. eyes, he's expecting a knowing look. There is mm. no way Lanjan didn't just catch Wei Ying shamelessly checking him out. Instead of a knowing look, though, Lanjan simply looks confused, which in yeah. turn makes Wei Ying confused. <laughs> it's because he's looking at the fucking yeah. duck. That's yeah, why. that's he's it. Like... So, so basically. Wei Ying's there, stood there holding the stock, and he's like, shit, as he changed his mind. I'm, I'm sure he said yes. I'm sure he said it was okay. <laughs> or maybe I've sent the, the, the messages to the wrong person or whatever. I've got a really shit memory. This is, oh, this is fucking my... awful. So he finally... Oh, no. I'm just imagining, what if Corn Melting Hand is, like, sat in his apartment? Like, someone should be bringing me a duck today. <laughs> He's got his. He's got a cage set up for them. He's got his house is ready for ducks. Yeah, Cornelia has just sat there on his sofa checking his phone. <laughs> what a duck! Where is he? Does no one want me to have a duck? That isn't the case, as you will see. But I like anyway, how he's like, did Lan Jan have a date tonight or something? <laughs> yeah, at him yeah, like, I know. He's still oblivious. He is still oblivious. He's driven through sake. the night to see this guy. And, you know, he's opened the door, clearly dressed to fucking impress somebody, at least. Mm -hmm. And he just assumes it's someone else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just assumes it's someone else. Bless him. Oh, my God. Wei Ying finally checks his phone. And, um, of course, suddenly he has a flashback uh, from two months ago. What basically happened was Wei Ying got so angry every time his autocorrect on his phone changed the word from fuck to duck. Oh, so he changed it so it'd be the other way around because he thought, well, when am I going to use the word duck, honestly? <laughs> so basically, oh, no. not only had his phone autocorrected duck to fuck, his phone had autocorrected wanter to wanna. So he'd accidentally asked Lanzan for sex. Yep. And not only did he accidentally ask Lanzan for sex, Lanzan said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, he's, he's still fretting on the fucking doorstep. With Eventually Lanzan clears his throat. Yeah, with this duck. Like, eventually, <laughs> Lanjan clears his throat. Will Lanjan still take them? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's his priority. It's not like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I finally get to bang this man. It's, oh no, what am I going to do with these ducks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, But he doesn't know whether uh, Lanjan likes him or just wants to have sex with him just because it's something to do or it might feel nice or whatever. But yeah, Lanjan's just like, Wei Ying, thank you for bringing the duck. <laughs> he's he's clearly realised what is uh, what has gone on as well. <laughs> thank you for bringing me this duck. Yeah, thank you for bringing the duck. Um, oh. Weighing, still fretting on this fucking doorstep. Still, <laughs> he, he wants to say something because he's terrified of ruining everything that he's built up between him and Lanjan. 
but all that comes out was, did you really mean it when you said you wanted to have sex with me? Mm-hmm. And like, it's an important question. Yeah, he's horrified, and Len Chan's just like, look, come inside, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and then where Ying has to say, actually, I've, I've got two ducks. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one in the car. Can we get that first? <laughs> to be here for this yeah we have to we have to bring the ducks in the we talk about now. this as a family yeah, yeah. <laughs> um oh, it's very british that langdon puts the kettle on like right away <laughs> yeah he does like, he, he sticks the, put the kettle he sticks on, the kettle on. Sort this out. it's he's, they've, he's they've... living the cottage core aesthetic <laughs> yeah. yeah he is he is um they've, they've both built like a temporary shelter for the ducks in complete silence, while <laughs> Wei Ying's world is crashing down around him. While Lan Zhan is in his <laughs> fuckboy date outfit as well. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they've, they've done all this uh, sort of manual labour and stuff like that, and eventually they're sat in silence having a brew, and then luckily <laughs> Lan Zhan just says, yeah, I meant it. So he, he, he does want to have sex with Wei Ying. And, like, um, they eventually sort of confess their feelings to each other. Lan Jan says, I don't want any misunderstandings. I, I love you. I've loved you forever. I'm content with being your friend. Um, but if, you know, if you don't feel the same way, I hope I can still be your friend. And then, of course, Wei Ying confesses back the other way. And, um, yeah, eventually Wei Ying finally summons up the courage to ask out Lan Jan. Nice. And of course, he says yes, and they kiss. Good. And they get to keep the ducks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And they live their cottagecore life together with their ducks and rabbits. Oh, I I hope so. I hope so. But Mm -hmm. I I just want I'd just like you to uh, to put yourself into uh, Lan Jan's shoes for a second. Okay. He's received a text effectively (laughs) asking to take their relationship uh, to the next level uh, from Mm -hmm. the uh, the man that he loves mostest in all the world. He he knows he's coming over tonight. He's gone out and he's he's got his hair. He's got got done. He puts on his fuckboy outfit. He's got done. He's he puts on his fuckboy outfit. He he's dressed to impress. He thinks yes, this is going to finally be the night. The way we shine is not dressed to impress. Because he's yeah, just come we, straight from the farm. Exactly. And this, what I assume to be, dishevelled person, uh, covered in mud <laughs> yeah. from rolling around in a field with a shitload of ducklings, turns up yeah. on the doorstep <laughs> with a fucking duck on his arm. as well. Yeah, like... covered in feathers, turns up on the doorstep with a fucking duck on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> just got that... <laughs> he's got that naive sort of grin, just like, I've got a duck. <laughs> I know, it's like, look, Wait, what? Looking, do- looking down at him like, I love you, but for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could be disappointed if their partner brought a duck home. No, honestly. Um, speaking as somebody who um, has been uh, going out for six years with an animal lover, um, I can fully expect things like this to happen in my future. So if you ever considered bringing home a duck? Yes. Good. <laughs> Excellent. A duck, uh, chickens, um, a pig at one point. Wow. Various lambs, a llama, a horse. Don't bring a horse. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. I do not have the facilities to have a horse. (laughs) If you'd like, put it next to the Suzuki. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's a very endearing line I just want to bring up in case we miss it. Okay. Yeah. Let me start again. Hell, Lan Zhan got social media for the sole purpose of liking Wei Ying's posts. Yeah. <gasps> Lan Zhan learned to text and use emojis and memes for Wei Ying only. Oh, I know, what a simp. guy, right? Oh, he <laughs> simps so hard. Oh, bless him. That's adorable yeah. as well. It is. It is absolutely adorable. And Lan Wait. Jan is, is a simp for his boyfriend, as we all should be, mm -hmm. to be fair. Oh. We should yeah. be I think we all simp for Wei Ying a little bit. <laughs> I was on about no? significant others. Um, Wait, okay. he is a significant other, even if he is fictional. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know. He is very significant. <laughs> he is. And... Also, the and, Dark Lord. Yeah, and quite a lot other, to be fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's also the so, Dark yeah. Lord. <laughs> so yeah, uh, where you, I found this a lot of fun. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it just was, and um, the the payoff at the scenario. end was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> the payoff at the Hang end on. was brilliant. I've just got this brilliant image of them both stood on the fucking doorstep together. Like, are you aware shit. there's a part two? <gasps> I am not aware there's a part two. There's a part ah, this two. is part one of the Misspellings, Autocorrects, and Ducks series. The part two, it's the same scenario, but from Lan Zhan's perspective. Oh, oh, I might have to read this. I'm going to go read this once we're done yeah. recording. Felt his heart I would love to hear. Because <laughs> we've just been imagining what Lan Zhan's perspective is this whole time. And we and actually get it. We have it here. That's perfect. One of the things that I do quite like about this as well is that um, when the text came through from Wei Ying, uh, Lan Jan looked at it and didn't ask, like, are you sure? You do realise what you've just texted. He just went, yeah. It's just, yeah. Well, he's clearly... He's like, solid <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, if he if he got social media and learned emojis just to communicate with him, he's clearly bad at this. Yeah. And I know people who are bad at technology, and they tend to text in a similar way. Okay. Not naming any names, Grace. Not naming uh... any Grace. I mean names. Shut up. <laughs> I am... Um... Great to technology. Just because I put random letters and numbers in everything does not mean I don't know how to spell. It's just that I have fat thumbs. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. I just mean it's like the short one word things. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could yeah. put K if you want. <laughs> I, I don't want you to put K. That's even less soulful. <laughs> soulful? You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, so I, I'm just skimming through this part too. Um... As he's finishing up his hair, he hears a knock at the door. It's Wei Ying. It has to be. He wasn't able to get himself as prepared as he'd like to, but hopefully this is enough. He heads towards the front door and puts his hand on the handle, taking a deep breath before opening the door and... Wait. Wait. Why is... Why is Wei Ying holding a duck? <laughs> Wei Ying. What's going on? Is he seeing this right? Is he dreaming because... Oh... Oh no. <laughs> then he realizes <laughs> the penny yeah. which has been spinning in the air has finally dropped. Yep. <laughs> Weighing that text slower. Yes, he should. He should text <laughs> much slower. I love that. Like, that's exactly how we imagined it was playing out in his brain. Like, yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, when he finally realizes what's going on, it's just like, ah. We're not mm. going to bang tonight, are we? <laughs> <laughs> they probably still did. Yeah, they probably still did, but you know. I will be reading the whole thing later. This was delightful. <laughs> thank you, Nick, for introducing me to this. And thank you, no problem. Wei Yu's, for writing it. It was rather wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and the, uh, the, the, the payoff at the end just made me chuckle. 
So, Grace, yes. what have you been reading? I have been reading Disapproving Rabbit by Jad Z. Tone. Okay. Oh, a rabbit thing. <laughs> I do remember us finding rabbits the other day. So I won't lots lots I won't rabbits. read the tags and I won't let you read the tags either because it'll give away a little bit. Okay. It is quite sweet. Are we allowed to read the summary? Uh, I can I can read out the summary. Okay. Elementary school teacher Wei Ying talks his idiot co-worker Sushi out of making a class pet out of a rabbit he found in the park. He is quite taken with the bunny's glares and foot stomps. And so is his son Ayuan. But any hope they might they might make this disapproving rabbit their pet is dashed when they learn the truth about Bungie. From vet friend Ni Ming. Um the 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 bunny is Lanjan, isn't it? <laughs> That's the impression I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> well, ne- considering his name is is Lan Wangji and is the name Bungie. <laughs> He's also <laughs> Lan Zhan had not been mentioned in the summary at all. It sort of implies he's he's out there somewhere. He can't just not yeah. be here. He is out there somewhere. I mean he might end up being the rabbit's owner, you just don't know. <laughs> I think he might be the rabbit. <laughs> I also think he might be the rabbit. <laughs> Yeah, he's the rabbit, but like okay. yeah. I mean, just to uh, just to clarify, I'm 100% here for this uh, stylistic choice. Yeah, One, so it's, yeah. I found it amusing because when I was reading it, I wasn't reading necessarily all the tags and shit. I was just clicking on things, going down, and uh, when I was reading it, it completely caught me by surprise. I was like, "Where's this going?" And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then I saw shape shifting in the tags. I was like, "Ah, okay." That explains that, then. Oh. Incidentally, um, Bungie is a tag in of itself. Yes. Oh, brilliant. 54 works. Yes. <laughs> a- and growing, I reckon. Absolutely. Yeah. Spreading like bloody rabbits, mate. <laughs> so I just remembered. We said, so Grace, what are you reading? I'm assuming you've read all of these. Or at <laughs> least a large them. chunk. I've, I've read a lot over the last two weeks. Like, this is the, ch- this is the one I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure I was but. reading a lot before the two weeks as well, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right, so as we've sort of gone over, in this universe, it's a modern setting and Wei Ying is an art teacher. And he's coming into the school with all his paints and stuff ready for his class. And he just, he, he hears around the corridor, ow, you little shit, what the hell? And he's like, oh, what on earth that? Sounds like it's coming from Sushi's classroom. Wasn't surprised, because Sushi, it was the worst. So whatever happened to him, he probably deserved it. Either way, he comes around the corner to find Sushi's having a glaring contest with this large white rabbit. (laughs) 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 As you do. And Sushi's just, like, clutching his hand to his chest, like he's he's clearly been bitten. And the way he thinks it's fucking hilarious. And he's like, oh, so uh, what you got there, Sushi? If Sushi was cool, he would have responded as smoothly. But Sushi wasn't cool. Instead, he lifted his chin and sneered at the rabbit, of course. Uh, I like, it's just a, like a good example of like how they write Wei Wushen. It's just little shit bits like this. Really makes yeah. me laugh. <laughs> mm. uh, so, oh, it looks like a pedigreed rabbit. They're expensive. Couldn't you got a hamster or something for like the class pet? And he was like, no, I didn't have to pay anything for this rabbit i just scooped him up out <laughs> i just found him in park. the park <laughs> just found him in the park and i scooped him i put him in my bag and wings just looking at him like 
what the fuck? So, so sh- sushi is going to expose a feral animal to children who probably yes. haven't had their jabs. He's like, oh, so you, have you taken him to the vet? And he was like, no, he doesn't look injured. It's like, because you have diseases. You yeah. know, don't let loads of kids touch it. And he's like, and then the, the rabbit turns and glares at Wei Ying. And he's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> rabbit. I'm sorry, Bun Bun, but it's true. You could have rabies or something. And they like, <laughs> continue to argue until Sushi just storms off, leaving the rabbit in Wei Ying's care. And and he's just like he doesn't know this rabbit is sentient at this point, but he's like, just please stay hidden in this desk for a few hours. Like it's the beginning of the school day. I don't want like kids seeing you and flipping their shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the bunny stays hidden in the desk. Thankfully, the bunny is well behaved, and the students find it. End of the day comes round, and he's like, oh thank fuck, that was. Fantastic, you know he'd obviously he'd fed the rabbit at some point with like stuff from the catering department, uh, and um, yeah, it was like, and he's and he's um, he's got a son called A One, and I think he's adopted, and he's got look, uh, I've got something. It, I know, like you really wanted a rabbit, but it's not ours, and we've got to take him to the vet <laughs> to make sure he's okay and get him with his open, like you know, oh. you can't keep it and all that shit. And he's and the, this child okay, is ignoring I... all of that. No, oh, um, that's okay. I know that um, that our boy Wei Ying means this in uh, in the best of faiths, but to me that feels like um, agreeing to take your kids to McDonald's. Pulling up to the drive-through, yes. ordering, ordering one black coffee. coffee, and then driving off. Hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. Well, you know, he in like he's being honest with him. He's like, look, we've got to go. Home. I've got to somehow. I can't. He can't hide this rabbit from his son. So he's gonna have to explain. Look, I know you want this bunny, but we can't keep it. It belongs to someone else. But you can hold it, all right? <laughs> and we can take it to the vet together. The Aon is is just like very gentle and like strokes his ears and teaches him how to pick bungee up and all that shit. <laughs> um, he texts Huasang, let him know they'll be coming to the vets and that he's got a rabbit. The moment he comes in, like, Huasang's like, it's bungee, you found bungee! <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, uh, bungee, the rabbit just starts squirming a little bit in the grass. He's like, no, bungee, stay right there. I'll call she. Shi Chen and um, the rabbit sort of glares at him and is like, I know you don't like it when we call you that too bad, stop being so cute Dad yeah, gave <laughs> the rabbit a mysterious grin and the rabbit's ears flicked <laughs> oh dear. either way they call him and uh, oh Shi Chen isn't that Dage's boyfriend and he's like oh yeah yeah oh I finally get to meet this boyfriend of yours now I get to see him for myself he's as hot as You've been raving about, and then Hai Sang is like flushed and wins really hard, like not in front of the the rabbit. (laughs) Because, you know, the rabbit is is Xi Chen's brother. He doesn't need to hear that his brother's hot, you know? He's like, oh no. (laughs) Uh, And he's like, oh, so Xi Chen is his owner, eh? Small world is like, oh, they're shapeshifters, bro. (laughs) And he's like, what? Holy shit, this rabbit is a person. And he's like, looking down to see the rabbit was like, gazing at him solemnly <laughs> suddenly realising that he was essentially holding a grown man in his lap <laughs> he <laughs> gingerly sets Bungie down on Dagger's desk oh well I'm so sorry sir what happened are you stuck like this <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> Rabbit's just like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I see your brother never shared some of the more frustrating aspects of being a shapeshifter. They have to shape back into humans someplace what? private where their clothes are. <laughs> you know? So his brother's a shapeshifter too? Naked. I don't know. I need to double check. It's not maybe in my notes. Maybe his dated a shapeshifter. Maybe. I think maybe Jerry Fang might be... Oh, yes, I think he's like a cat or a tiger or something. Uh -huh. I need to double check. Either way, it's, look, the, thing, the problem is is that I've read other fics where they're shapeshifters, and so I don't know who the fuck's who because in I other, other fics... Like, they're all melding together, as I was complaining about earlier. This week, I was like, it's all related. It's all it's one like fic. And I'm in, like, uh... no, Grace. <laughs> Decompile. You know in Everything Everywhere All at Once? Where she yes. visits all those parallel universes and starts brain fusing. That's yeah. essentially you, but with rabbit folks. <laughs> this, uh, this is me with the yes. entirety of the Untamed. Like everything <laughs> happens all at once. Are you going to be able to fly uh, soon? Oh, I hope so. That'd if be get, badass. If I get you a sword, can you surf on it? You won't need a I car then. Yeah. I can certainly try. Imagine all the petrol you'd save if you were just yeah. flying on your sword. You've got the hair for it, too. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what? Either, all right. Either way. How is that anything up. but a compliment? They have lovely hair in that show. They do have lovely hair. Yeah. And so... they have fantastic outfits, but it's like, I can't do it, bro. <laughs> I mean, no one can pull off those outfits. They're really cool. Exactly. But maybe one day. Either way, he's like, look, look. They have to shapeshift back somewhere where they're not in in the public view because they'll, they'll turn back and they'll be stark bollock naked they need their clothes and you know for all intents and purposes they're as naked as a jaybird and the, the rabbit's just glaring stomping his foot on the desk like stop embarrassing me <laughs> 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 it's like anyway his brother comes in it's like oh oh bungee i'm so glad you're fine and safe and oh the park eh was it was it a dog and then the Rabbit's ears twitch indignantly. <laughs> he's he's not usually afraid of dogs, but um, somebody's have a deep enough bark that it triggers something inside him. Oh, <laughs> oh what? And we're working on getting that resolved because it's like literally the worst thing that can happen to turn into prey right in front of a predator. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, probably fair. got barked at, turned into a rabbit, and just like fled. You know, <laughs> and then got scooped up by some fucking teacher called Sushi is like, oh, you'll make a fantastic <laughs> class pet. And he's just like, no, no. <laughs> God. <What> this? <laughs> Christ. I mean, you, you can tell uh, you can tell why he's in a mood. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that was such, such a fucking disastrous day. Like, you're minding your own business, maybe you're on your lunch break or something, you involuntarily turn into a rabbit, you run from your life from a dog, some wanker scoops you up and is like, oh, class pet, and you're like, I've got to turn back, but I'll be naked in front of a and bunch then of you kids have to spend all if I do it now. Yeah. Exactly, like, a bit of a sticky situation, isn't it? So he must be quite glad it's all over. Mm -hmm. And uh, Once again, Lanjan did nothing wrong in this situation. No, absolutely not. I'd be indignant I as shit as well. He bit sushi. And like his brother's like, he bit someone, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he bit someone. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, either way, they they put him, they put him in a room, and you know, like, oh, all right, he's gonna he's gonna get changed, 
Giving him some clothes, he can shoot back and get changed. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, fuck's sake! And so, like, they're just they're just pissing about with um with cats, and he turns around and he sees this absolutely gorgeous man just like walk out of this door, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's the rabbit." <laughs> <laughs> That, that must have been Bungie and and Ayuan's are you Bungie's owner? He, he's just like uh, he's not going to answer that directly he's like oh thank you for returning the rabbit <laughs> <laughs> uh, safe now <laughs> and they're like Sorry, oh fuck Grace. it we'll just tell um, him where are we? we are at the vets I meant uh, Paige roughly Paige this is all chapter one you, okay cool Sorry. okay yeah, I found it. Cool. Sorry, carry on. Alright. Either way, uh Wang's just sort of ogling this man who used to be a rabbit. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I'm 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 glad everyone's safe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and then when G looks down for a moment and if you are amenable I'd like to express my thanks by taking you and your son to dinner. I can explain things to Iwan. I believe I can trust him with my secret about being a, a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. And he's it, like, oh, shit, yeah. Like, dinner with a gorgeous man. Fantastic. Of course, of course. Not any place that serves rabbit, though, right? Eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Classic uh, way, the glare, yeah. The glare on his face, very reminiscent of the bunny version. <laughs> <laughs> so... Him, I'm imagining they mentioned explaining to Ahuan about uh, about the situation. I'm imagining that scene in Twilight. You know, the, say it, say what I am. You turn into a, you turn into a bunny, yes, a rabbit. That's it. <laughs> I was Bungie. Both have two long fangs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two are closer to the middle of the face mm-hmm. than the outside. And only one. Oh, blood. I don't know, rabbits. They're not. They're not they as friendly as they look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can be very vicious. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt with that mental image. No, it's all right. I think like after, like from here on in, it's like it's very cute and it's uh, a lot of dating and stuff like that. And I think. Oh, so um, they do get together. Read... Yeah. Yeah, they hey, get together. I, th- nice. I just, I just think like I don't know. I liked it so much. I kind of want people to sort of read it for themselves. But I sort of read the bit that I found the most entertaining which was right at the beginning because that really made my day. So, that is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably keep going with yeah, this Yeah, everybody, well. please please read Disapproving Rabbit by Jadzi Tone. As I was skimming to find where we were, there was a line in the second chapter I just want to read. Go on. Being gay had already shrunk down Wang Ji's dating pool as it was. Being a shapeshifter shrunk it down to practically nothing. Oh. Oh no. Oh poor man. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Later it mentions that uh when he does find someone who doesn't mind him being a shapeshifter and gay and all oh, that. Oh yeah, rubbish, being a rabbit is uh, a deal breaker. Like, being a rabbit is not macho enough. Yeah. So he doesn't they don't think it's it suits him. Yeah, it yeah. is. He can't help who he shifts into it, presumably. I would imagine no, so. Yeah, he's he's stuck at being a rabbit. Yeah. So he can't be like a, a wolf or a tiger or no. something. Something that's His brother's a rabbit as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, they're from a rabbit. Yeah, that's 
<laughs> they said it's like, it's like it was for NaNoWriMo and apparently there's like shape-shifting law and world building in this. Oh, wow, well, like, okay. <laughs> like this Yeah, I'm sorry. Like they thought about things. Fine. I'll read this. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, bro. I think like No, have... no, I'm I'm reluctant like I'll go on. I'll have another chocolate cake. It's that kind of... <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You want the chocolate oh, cake. Oh, fine. You've convinced me. There was a line here. There's another one here I saw that was quite funny as well. I thought we were running out of time, so I kind of cut it short. It's, it's up to you. you. Know, it since, is getting late. <laughs> since I thought, you know, I was going first, and then you're like, I'm no, so sorry. yeah, Grace, you go first. And then you're just like, right, so my fic was like this. And I was like, all right, well, maybe not. I suddenly <laughs> realised, after I started talking, I forgot we said it the other way. That's on me. I only realised midway through me talking, I was like, Grace was meant to go first. I'm, yeah. <laughs> That's on me. I, I just... It kind of worked okay, though, so... My, my brain's fried. I know the feeling. And, yeah, I'll write down the term. If there's any consolation, time. I didn't realise until I started reading my <laughs> fic. I was like, hang on. <laughs> I was meant to go first. <laughs> well, I can't find the line Fantastic. that made me chuckle in chapter two, but it was something about uh, Wei Ying being at least bisexual based on the face he made when Lan Shan walked out of the room <laughs> as a human. <laughs> so he's clearly at least bi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh well, I'll read the whole thing and find out. So yeah, sorry Grace for getting the turn order wrong today. And thank you, Jad Stone. All right. Uh, I will carry on reading this as soon as I finish The Untamed <laughs> itself, because I think I should probably finish that first. Yeah, like um, a lot of our things, it was good fun. Mm-hmm. And once again, just seeing the fandom has convinced me to explore the whole thing. Oh, good. I've, I've been sucked in, much like Legend of Zelda. Does this mean that you're going to follow the other series done by the same author uh, after you're done with... I don't know. Like, scum villains self-saving Maybe. system. I So my, my planned trajectory is finish the live-action Untamed, finish yeah. these fix, watch the animated yeah. series of the Untamed, uh -huh. and then we'll see what, where my life takes me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So who knows? Maybe you'll sit me down with it and we'll figure it out. Before see we know it, James is attempting the six arts. <laughs> He's, he's learned all, all right. 467 rules. I don't follow any of them, but god damn have I learned them. <laughs> That's okay, one of the six arts is mathematics. <laughs> I can do maths. We did all those penis sums earlier today. Uh, yep, that's true. I'm just saying that uh, it's okay, there are other people who aren't perfect gentlemen either. I can't play a musical <laughs> instrument. <laughs> So what have we learned today? Lam Jan has beautiful eyes. He does. He does. I will confess, I'm more of a Wei Ying man. Okay. He's How also. Lam uh, Jan's also a stand-up bloke who really goes all out for uh, for his significant others. Mm -hmm. He does, doesn't he? Or significant other, because let's face it, it's always going to be Wei Ying, isn't it? That's true. It's not going to be so, anyone else. That's what the I'm bit saying. I got to in the show before we started recording, it seemed to be foreshadowing um, Wei Wu Shen and. Uh, uh, when Quinn as a couple. Okay. Like just the way they're interacting, like he brought her soup and all this sort of thing, and 
they were reading together, and she's like, no, take some rest. You need it. And it almost looked like they were trying to make this show heterosexual. And bless the Chinese for trying. It's not happening. No. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet she's the platonic best mate, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. She is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, <laughs> I found that quite funny. One thing I did learn that I mentioned to you guys at the start of the show that didn't make it in when I was talking about mine... Uh, according to Wikipedia, the man with the world's largest penis is a man named Jonah Falcon. Okay. He has a 13 right. and a half inches, which is generally... Which is still large. That's bigger than a two-litre bottle of Coke. It is, yeah. But it's not as big as our estimates uh, in that fic. So, Lanjan... Not as big as Lanjan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also worth noting this man has not allowed anyone to independently verify that his penis is that big. <laughs> So it's I've got entirely th- possible got- he's made this up. <laughs> I've got a 13-inch wanger sauce. Can I see it? Bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has. Didn't sh- you say he sent a picture? Yeah, sorry. He's shown to people. Philip Schofield. He's shown Philip Schofield his penis, but okay. No one's like gone in there with a tape measure. Not let him measure it. So it, oh. it could be photoshopped, or it could be a good angle, or whatever. Yeah, he could have just a really good game in dick pics. <laughs> But Philip Schofield, as as we learned recently, uh, he's probably seen a few penises, and uh, he was impressed. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. Uh, the ex- exact line was, hold on, uh, his exact response was the words, "Hellfire, congratulations, well done." <laughs> Hellfire. Yeah. Well, he was on live TV, so he kind of had to, like, you know, curb it a yeah. bit. I mean, if it was like we were going, shit, they're bad. That's the... <laughs> um, I mean, no, to, to be fair, I can uh, I can respect his use of the word hellfire. Yeah. That's... Um, well, th- he's a consummate professional. He's got to, um, he knows to censor himself on live TV. And even when he sees a dick that's that big. Hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the dick now, yeah. isn't it? I bet he's already got hot rods, <laughs> like, fucking attached to the I mean, side. I it's probably, it? at that size, it's big enough that you could, like, get, like, you know the tribal tattoo stickers, like the Go Faster Flames. Fuck's sake. If you if you were really yeah, that's taking what I meant. The piss, the hot... If you were really taking the piss, you'd have NASA tattooed down yeah. the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing of note from his Fuck Wikipedia, um, he's agreed to donate it to the Icelandic Penis Museum once he dies. Oh, good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least we will get to make sure. So it we'll eventually. finally know if he was bullshitting or not. <laughs> I kind of hope he is, because it would be really funny if he's like three centimetres and <laughs> he's just pulled off this elaborate bluff for the whole world. <laughs> They're waiting for like um, one of them cardboard tubes turning up at the museum and it's actually just a matchbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, written okay. on the side, I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's something exciting I learned while, we re- while I was researching the uh, the fic that I covered. Did we learn anything else today? I thought we'd done that bit. No, I just kind of went off on my own talking about dicks. <laughs> uh, it's something that you do all the time, to be oh, fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, on this show. <laughs> um, if there's nothing else, uh, we should probably end it. Now, the last couple of episodes, I've given you guys a choice live on air, so we decide what the fix's going to be, what the next yeah. topic's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that today. Oh, uh, this is a dictatorship, not a democracy, it's, is it? Yeah. Um, there's a fandom I've been putting off, and 
I have to apologize to a fan who wrote in uh, roughly a year ago now requesting that we do this topic. Okay. And let me just check. It is over a year now. I am so sorry. <laughs> so they asked us to cover Hannibal, and I didn't know anything about the show Hannibal. I wanted to do some research before then, and I started watching the show on my lunch break, and that was a really bad idea. Okay. Because there's a lot of cannibalism and gore in the Hannibal TV series, and that's not something you really... In front of your salad. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm enjoying these sausages, but... <laughs> I'm not now, because I'm watching, I'm watching that guy cut people up. So, yeah, that's why it's taken me so long for us to get around to doing Hannibal. But I've watched enough of it that I'm now confident that we can do it. Okay. So that's why we don't have a choice because I have been sat on this request for too long. No, that's that's fair <laughs> enough. I can get behind that. Perfect. So, after that, I promise I'll let you choose, Nick, because. I mean, this was a grace topic. I will see what I can do. Perfect. So, um, I guess we call it there then. Unless there's anything else you guys want to add? Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, just want to address the elephant that isn't in the room. Okay. Um, if this is going to uh, persuade uh, the good people to uh, uh, our good listeners to donate to our co-fi, I'm not, <laughs> I, I am now unemployed. Oh, yeah. I guess we, we should mention <laughs> no. that. Which is yeah. why Nick is taking over all the editing responsibilities for this, because he has more time on his hands than me. <laughs> Congrats, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, do you know what? I will try and do that in between bouts of uh, trying to make sure that I'm not unemployed for very long. <laughs> okay. I, I won't actually have you do all the editing, but... <laughs> I, I'm too used to doing it now. Don't kick a man when yeah, he's down. <laughs> you, um, you know for a fact. You know for a fact that all I would do was just post the raw. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, Nick has a point. Uh, if you can donate to us through Patreon, Kofi, Kofi, um, you can commission us to do Podfix for you, which we can do either in a serious way or we can take the piss like we've been doing with No Homo. Yeah. Um, I really need to redo our Patreon because it's been ages since I set it up. Uh, comes with Discord. You can come hang out with us. You can berate us to our faces. Um, well, not to our faces. No, to to our internet faces. Yeah, to our internet faces. Yeah. Um, you can join Nick's OnlyFans at um, <laughs> Big Bear Nick. <laughs> I hope that's a real now. There's one. an idea. Yep. There's going to be someone else called that, wondering why he's got suddenly so much attention. No, let's be fair. If it really was Nick, it would have a car name in there somewhere. Big Bear BMW fan. Oh, no. Sorry. Don't don't you fucking swear at me, Jim. I will never forgive BMW for what they did to an as-yet unnamed car company that might be based in Birmingham. Or might you well used to be based in this Birmingham isn't going anyway. Anywhere. No car talk. We're done. Get your get a car podcast. <laughs> Never. Okay, but seriously, no obligation to actually donate. I know the rest of the world's also in a hard time. So yeah, like jobs fucked. Yeah. You know, don't skint yourselves. Will exactly. You? We're not your mums. No. And yeah, see us next time when we uh, jump into cannibalism. We're also going to look at Hannibal. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But yes, uh. good night. Eat the rich. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, no, the, I forgot. Yeah, um, we got Dynagonic's blessing. We can end on Stay Homolicious. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. Stay Homolicious, New Stay Vegas. Homolicious, everyone. Good night. Eat the rich. <laughs> fuck's sake. Shut <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm turning it off. <laughs>